Welcome everybody to another and the first episode of my podcast in 2022 and uh, I am delighted to have the wonderful and amazing uh, Samantha Kelly on today with me uh, aka the tweeting uh, goddess she has the bona fide blue tick uh, she is also the chief community officer at we do uh, the connector of dots nice people collector and director of the women's inspire uh, network if you're new to uh, my podcast it's, it's a bit rough and ready we can't to go where the flow goes um but uh samantha uh, really great to have you on as my first guest of 2022 uh, i always start this way i'm um, sort of who what why when and i guess where maybe and then let's see where this uh, this takes us oh, well thanks very much for having me i'm delighted to be here I, lo I love i love all your videos i love all your tips so um isn't it lovely though that we we can build a relationship online and then next thing I'm on your podcast uh, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's that's, how, that's how it works isn't it yeah it is. exactly thank you so what's your uh, so we've got we're calling it mastering the, the the Twitterverse and that's primarily where I want to, to focus on because those that follow me know that I you know I talk a lot about LinkedIn is my primary kind of source and the broader social the broader social networks I am on on Twitter but I I will freely admit I don't use it that well I use it probably more as a a broadcast tool than necessarily an, as much of an engagement tool as uh, as one as one should and sometimes in you know my audience professional services law firm accountants it's difficult enough getting them to use linkedin let alone kind of you know branching out into somewhere like twitter or even yeah. even further afield as uh, as tiktok or, or, or instagram a lot of chat at the moment about metaverse so i thought i would play on it in terms of mastering uh, the, the twitterverse so how does Let's start with how does Twitter differ, if at all, from any other kind of mainstream platforms out there? Well, the demographic is different to a lot of the platforms because it's actually it's very similar to LinkedIn, would you believe? That's why okay. I find it funny when you say it's hard to convince people to go from LinkedIn to Twitter. And, and you know, it, it, you've got decision makers there. You've got CEOs there. People go to Twitter for the latest news as it happens. And decision makers and CEOs want to see the latest news as it happens. And they want to have their finger on the pulse and see what's happening in the world. So um, initially, a lot of people went to it for that, because even if something happens on the news, I would go straight to Twitter to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even watch the news. I'd go straight to Twitter. And a lot of people during COVID in particular, during the pandemic, did go to Twitter to get the latest numbers and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, but definitely uh, the, the, the demographic are professional, urban, and the age group, age 35 to 55, and the highest growing demographic are the over 55s. So, yeah. So, I mean... If, you, if, I, if I'm even looking at my audience, I remember I did a Twitter poll once and I asked my audience, I said, what age are you? Like, why are you following me and what's your age? Like, you know, and it was all 45 to 60 kind of were the people who were, that was my audience. So um, that was about, I think, I think there was about 69% for that age group. So, you know, just to be aware, it is a different audience. And a lot of people B2B, but B2C also works really well on Twitter, especially if you have a link to a product. Mm -hmm. People on Twitter are more likely to click that link. And 87% of people are more likely to buy from a small business they've engaged with on Twitter. And I've done it myself. I've mm -hmm. actually, there's a restaurant, for example, and the guy, this chef, he's always putting up pictures. He's, he's got a great personality. And I live two and a half hours from that restaurant. 
And there's no way I would have ever gone to that restaurant, but because of him and because people buy from people and because of the pictures, I went, I have to go and eat in this place. And I did. I went there with my daughter before Christmas and we went and we had a meal there. So that's just an example of, of how it works, Twitter. What And in terms of I- I- industries, you know, that's, that's I, in terms of demographic, I wasn't aware of that in terms of the uh, the age profile. So I think, you know, before before we came on air, I always say that I said this would be as much as a learning experience for me on the, on a platform that I, I use averagely. Is there any insight in terms of, um, you know, that's on the B2B side, because that's primarily the audience here, but B2C and B2B is blurring anyway, as we know. Is there any kind of stats or rough insights as to what industries or industry verticals you use Twitter or is it across all sectors? Well, small businesses use it, but mostly um, service provider, like people like me, like experts in your mm-hmm. niche do really well on Twitter because yeah. people go there for the latest news, but also to learn. They want mm-hmm. to be educated and they want to learn. So if you are able to add value and teach people something new that they didn't know yesterday, but mm-hmm. also if you can inspire, and I know it sounds a bit fluffy, but <laughs> during the pandemic, people needed a bit of that, you know, and, and I think I always did it anyway, and I was always spreading kindness and always, you know, doing good stuff with the power of my Twitter account, because I knew I had a certain amount of power with that following that I had, it was engaged, people seemed to like me, people seemed to like what I was saying, they seemed to mm-hmm. agree with me, um, and so, now mind you, I don't get into controversy and that's a really good tip uh, just i just stay away from controversy so yeah. um people think i don't have an opinion on anything you know it's like yeah but it, you know i do <laughs> i just say don't say it but you know um the thing about twitter is like for example um when the pandemic start i know i'm keep, i keep mentioning the pandemic but mm-hmm. look that's where we are um the 10th of march 2020 i think it was i put out a tweet and i just said look you know um if you're self-isolating, you know, I know other people who are self-isolating, maybe I can connect you with them. If there's anything I can do to help you, please reach out. And it went viral, the tweet did. And I ended up on the news. My, the news crew were here in my box room here in <laughs> Rosslare Harbour for the nine o'clock news. Like, it was crazy. But all I did was I couldn't think of anything I could do. Everything was out of my control. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, what can I do that, that could make a difference and maybe is it within my control? I could actually do something useful with the power of the Twitter that I have. So that's what I did. And it started a whole movement called self-isolation help. People started going, getting people's groceries, their prescriptions, people who walking the dogs. Yeah. It was just lovely. It was really nice, you know, but that's, that's what I use Twitter for. I use it for, for doing good, doing good stuff um, adding value, teaching people how to use Twitter and LinkedIn and things like that. And I think it's interesting. I know we're going to go on to this in terms of kind of building that community around that. And again, we were touching on this before we came on on air around. I'm starting to see more of this kind of, you know, chief, you know, much like your job title, chief community officer, moving into the B2B, um, uh, B2B space. And that's, that's fundamentally what social media has always been around. And again, back in the pandemic, there was a young lad who set up a, um, a Facebook group, which kind of WhatsApp group, and exactly the same thing in terms of how can we, they help each other and how can we help those that were in need or you know couldn't couldn't go out because they were they were vulnerable and you know, so on and just people just kind of you know flock to it and i think certainly that's what i've seen a huge notwithstanding the political side of social media and a certain former president in terms of how he leveraged uh, leveraged twitter let's not not go there 
the yeah. big shift I've seen in B2B over the last you know, 18 months, you know, LinkedIn and uh, probably more so on LinkedIn and certainly on Twitter is this shift to become more of a community, is to sh- this shift to becoming more personal, not Facebook personal, but insights into mental health, mental well-being, you know, all the LGBTQ stuff, Black Lives Matter, we saw that that kind of narrative come out, which you wouldn't necessarily have seen 18 months, only three, five years ago, you know, on these platforms from businesses and from, um, from uh, individuals. But you've been how long have you been on twitter because you've got the blue tick and you've got 60 odd thousand followers i think four i think now. Um, well i i how long have i been a 10 10 year 2016 i think it's nearly 10 years well yeah. no it's not it's not actually 2011 i'm on here now you joined yeah, you great sorry yeah 2011 nine years Ooh, that'll be a great one then i'll have to celebrate with the 10 year one but yeah <laughs> definitely um yeah just when you mentioned that I was always about community yeah uh, but that's probably why I've been so successful because all the things I've been doing Alex people are starting to do now but they're I was ahead of them like even my women's yeah. inspire network I had an online global network for women and people said to me sure how do you network how can you build relationships online how can you network online what's a webinar you know they didn't even know what I was doing mm-hmm. but then when the pandemic hit all the other networks were quiet and guess what they started coming to my network so our membership went up 28 percent so i was already ahead of what i used to i'm always saying about community i'm always saying about how important it is to have these um build a community around your brand people who already love your brand that will tell everyone else about it um i've always talked also about the ceo it's Mm -hmm. really important that the ceo knows what's going on on the company twitter account like i i went to san diego to speak at social media marketing world a few years ago mm-hmm. and I, I i documented the trip from when i went to the bus stop or from when i got up actually you know to the bus stop and i was sitting waiting on the bus and i was talking about the bus and they mentioned the bus brand and mentioned the journey and da 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 and then wanted to, when i came home i was like take me home now to the bus and all this and no engagement didn't even get a like i think at the time yeah. no retweet um no engagement saying oh Beth, have a safe journey thanks for traveling with us no, nothing like that and so i mentioned it to uh, the owner of the company actually yeah. at an award ceremony he didn't even know that i had done that he didn't even know like so it's important that the ceo can see what the twitter that the company twitter account is doing and who they're engaging with and who their biggest brand advocates are because if someone like me or you is mentioning someone's brand in a good way like we need these people to keep them on side so that they'll do more of those you know what i mean so it's it's funny yeah i think it's 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 an interesting one kind of the 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 leadership on social a being aware of what's happening on social and then b how active they you know how active one is on social and again you know, not wanting to step away from from Twitter, but you know the rise of of TikTok. It's 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 amazing watching how some brands are recognizing this, or rather, this dare I say, it, probably an age profile of a social media team which is running the TikTok the TikTok accounts, and how they are leveraging um, yes influencers on there, but also you know people with very small accounts, but in, engaging with them, having repartee with the Ryanair TikTok account is is hilarious. The Aldi one is very, very funny. Aldi on um, uh, on Twitter is very, very funny in terms of the Colin, the, the Colin, the caterpillar, um, you know, gate and all, all, all that kind of stuff. And I, I guess this is as much um, 
that the generation that that is a, that is allowed to run these platforms, yeah. and then the the permission factor from leadership that the world is changing in terms of a the type of content that gets engagement, and b you kind of need to be. I know we touched on kind of the demographics on Twitter. We've touched on LinkedIn, but people have heard me talk about this. Yes, you do need to be where your audience is. But it does seem that you do need to be across at least two, if not three platforms. And then it's how do you, from my perspective, you know, repurpose that content to work effectively. So if we if we take if I kind of take you know, LinkedIn is that you know, LinkedIn long form content, the personal brand. And I'm having problems with that that phrase at the moment because of, I think it's, we've gone. I believe we've gone too far with it. Especially, yeah. I think that's because of what's happened over the last 12 to 18 months. I think yeah. some interesting commentary coming out, out on that. But if we stick with it, you know, at least the personal brand on LinkedIn, you have that, the, the, the space to create it in terms of write your, your profile. And then, of course, it's a network. And then, of course, it's pushing content. T- Twitter, whilst I believe fundamentally remains the same, it's a, you have a lot less to work with in terms of you know, content, your, your profile, you only put so much uh, in in terms of your Twitter profile. And then of course, I see Twitter as it's much faster, it's much more reactive mm-hmm. and far more conversational. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's probably what makes people fearful is that how do I find the time to do LinkedIn? And then how do I then on top of that find the time to Yes, it's very easy to listen to Twitter. You don't even a Twitter account. Just go, if you haven't got a Twitter account, go to twitter.com, type in a hashtag, I know, transformation, you'll see all the conversation happening around transformation. So mm. it can be a great listening tool. Mm. When working with your clients, how do you help them kind of get over that slight shift, dare I say, in behavior that in my view is required versus what you have on LinkedIn? Because you can respond to a comment two, three days old, even a week old. Versus typically, I found that you do kind of need to be, I could be wrong, more in the now in the conversation. Yeah, I did a a Twitter poll on this before, actually, and people expect a response within six hours. Okay. But I expect a response within half an hour. I would. Yeah. Right. To be happy. (laughs) Um, So as a customer, and I've highlighted several business accounts who are brilliant at this and Mm -hmm. do respond straight away. And you want, especially if it's a complaint, you want a response like as soon as possible. And it's one of the biggest things is, is, is how to deal with negativity on social on Twitter. You know, it's to engage. Mm-hmm. whether it's it's your fault or not is to engage and acknowledge them and take it offline to a dm um but people do expect a response or a comment within six hours at least um 24 hours is acceptable if you have it in your bio that we are on this twitter yeah. account from nine to five or whatever but you know what there's a huge fear around twitter and it's one of the reasons is what you're saying you know there's a huge fear around twitter people are just terrified of twitter and it's because of that stupid other president whatever he did you know but you know i do feel that all all you're going to hear in the media are the negative tweets do you ever notice yeah. on the news and then such and such tweeted this and then such and such tweeted this um you know so it's like do, 
leaders are using Twitter to communicate, though. I've noticed politicians in particular during the pandemic mm -hmm. are using it to say, um, oh, further to the numbers today, here's some tips or whatever it is. So they are using it. And I remember um, I had al always said that politicians should use it for good. So spreading valuable information. Um, but you're always going to get the trolls in every social media yeah. platform, but you just ignore them and block them. And it's it's recognizing the power of Twitter for leadership and for good. If you are an expert in your niche, Twitter mm -hmm. is extremely powerful because people do the right people start following the right people. And when I say the right people, I don't mean the people that are millionaires, the people who are superstars. Yeah. I mean the right people who think like you get what you're doing maybe are in business themselves or maybe could be interested in 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 if you're an artist interested in art and uh, you can find these people you can find all of these communities and also twitter has created communities i don't know if you saw that there's actually new communities in twitter and okay. not everybody has access to that i have a twitter community i must invite you to my twitter community and um, but it's only open to a certain amount of people at the moment it's, it's kind of they're trying it out and then also there's monetization of Twitter where and there's a newsletter feature on Twitter. Like Twitter is coming out with so many things. There's Twitter okay. spaces, yeah, which Twitter is spaces. Social, social audio. So if you are a brand, I'm actually being asked by brands to host a Twitter space for them because my audience will pop into the space depending on what the topic like what we do. Um, who I'm working with now, it's a, it's an app for freelancers and consultants. It's fintech. It's all about, you know, the way you pay for Calendly or you pay for yeah. um, Zoom or whatever. Everything is in the app. So it's to help freelancers and consultants also to, okay. get, paid, to get paid on time. So it's really cool. I think you'd actually really love it, Alex. And it's, it's actually something that I really agree with because it was one thing I struggled with was getting paid on time. And it's so important for freelancers and consultants yeah. to get paid and, you know, and fast. You know, we don't want to wait 28 days or 60 days or whatever it is, you know, you know, so that kind of stuff. So um, it's to kind of make it a level playing field for everybody. Um, but we do. I've been building a community around uh, uh, we do the brand by, mm -hmm. by saying, OK, what do freelancers and consultants need? We want to learn how to do a new business plan. A strategy for 2022 we want to learn how to use social media platforms uh what's the best um you know what's the best uh, email marketing software you know yeah. all of these things and uh, you know how to be successful how to get more clients all of these how to sell all of these things are things that i already do in my women's inspire network they're 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 um they're webinars that we do every week but this when i create value if i have a social audio room it's like a kind of a podcast um, it's social audio, so you don't show my face. So I can be sitting in my pajamas doing it. And um, I've built, I've started building a community in Clubhouse. I've started adding value. So I'm not selling anything. I do say, yeah. well, this is, we do, do join the community and we do, and, you know, let's help each other. But when I help these freelancers and consultants more, guess who they're going to love and download? They're going to download We Do because they're going to help me back, you know? So when you add value, and you look after that community and you, you, I engage with them during the week as well. It's not just that one every Monday night on Clubhouse. Um, actually, it's on tonight, 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. Sorry, I know this is recorded, but um, it's every Thursday on Twitter Spaces. When you create a community that know, like, and trust you and you're giving them value and you're helping them, they will become brand advocates for you. 
Absolutely, and so the the, the communities on Twitter, you're I wasn't aware of that, and I'd be delighted to be invited uh, invited in. Are they are they audio rooms these communities, or are they private kind private. of private communities where you can tweet each other? Private communities, yeah. Now I'm in Ireland, so we always get everything last, but I do have have access to create a community. Um especially the way like I have a Facebook group for my women's inspire network and yeah. I think I'll be moving it to there, the women's inspire network community, because you're only going to see the tweets of that community okay. and you're only going to be able to so it's kind of like a Twitter list yeah. um, in a in a community. So I can actually I could give you a sneak peek later. But look, uh, the thing is, if, if Twitter starts building communities, I mean, look at LinkedIn groups. How do you find them? You know, I mean, this is Twitter's really getting ahead, I think, uh, with with all these innovative ideas and new things and the newsletter feature. I know we have that on LinkedIn as well. Um, but there's all kinds of stuff going there that really it's worth investigating and having a look at. And I you know, thank you for reminding me of, of, uh, of spaces. I mean, Clubhouse was, you know, Clubhouse is Clubhouse, right? And all, all, all to them. But um, what I like about space, and I need to think about how I can use spaces more uh more effectively again is is that clubhouse a was invite only blah 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 and it was very it's all very trendy and then it became lots of people going me 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 and how to make passive income affiliate marketing and be a millionaire in six days and all that box yeah um, the great thing about what i liked about spaces is obviously you already had your audience there and i read yeah. the other day that now they're they may have already opened it up that you can now be a non-twitter user and now access spaces so you don't necessarily have to have a twitter account and you can bring people into spaces, which is, you know, which is awesome. If you look at, you know, where the audio is, you know, is, is, is going, mm. because you, know, you can listen to a podcast and do the thing. You can listen to a space and still do the day job without necessarily having, even having to, um, to interact, but you've got yeah. your community already, um, uh, already, uh, already there. And I guess, you know, <laughs> if you look at discord, so talking about, you know, moving groups from Facebook and he foots moved his LinkedIn group from, um, Facebook to Discord and Discord, which is the kind of built around the gaming, the gaming community, was getting broad, broader audience now. I've got these kind of rooms you can drop into and just have straight out the gate, uh, straight out the conversation. So again, for anybody that's you know thinking of Twitter being just a kind of one-way stream of traffic, it's worth you know listening to what actually following Samantha on on Twitter and listening to what she does and watching what she does because it could be that actually you're more confident speaking than necessarily tweeting so yes you've got to build your audience through the content that you share and engage with and i'm i'm going to make an assumption here but you know what they say about assumptions but you also need to get out on twitter and go and start engaging in conversation tweeting and retweeting with the people that you want to bring to rather the i use the word very carefully but influences so there might be someone in the data science space who's very well thought of and respected in the data science space who then will likely have a large data science following so in order to get them to become aware of you you need to go and interact with that person's content to become visible and then they see you go oh you're an interesting person i will start to potentially well a great thing to do there is use a twitter list so what i do is if i find someone i'm really interested in i add them to a twitter list i have a twitter list called cool people Mm -hmm. And who doesn't want to be on Tweeting Goddesses Cool People Twitter list? So when I add someone to the Twitter list, they go, oh, I'm on the cool people list. Who, <laughs> who's she? And then they go and have a nosy and then they follow me back. Like, because, and, and you know, I use different words. So like inspiring women or, yeah. you know, different kind of things. And um, 
a Twitter list is a great way to get someone's attention because they'll go, Who, who's just added me on the cool people list? Oh, I like that. I'm cool. You know, so uh, just little things like that, little tricks. But it's all about people. Everything is all about people at the end of the day and how you make them feel. And, and even with Twitter spaces and social audio, like if I if someone comes into the room I, I, with the Twitter spaces, I can send them an emoji. I can send them a little wave to acknowledge mm-hmm. that I've seen them. And, and then when I can speak, I can say, oh, hi, I'd like to welcome Alex, who's just popped into the room. If anyone doesn't know Alex, give him a follow. He's a Twitter. He's a this. He's a LinkedIn expert. You know, I can actually say a bit about them. And that makes them feel good because they've just got a shout out. From just walk, going into the room, or about hitting the old dopamine in in our cerebral cortex, uh, our cerebral yeah. cor- cortex, right? Yeah. Um. So you, I mean, we all have day jobs, and you know, I touched on the fact that LinkedIn is less. You don't have to be as responsive, and absolutely, I guess the response time from you know within half an hour or, or an hour that's more of a B to C kind of corporate account. If we're kind of in a B to B narrative conversation so let's say i'm a chief exec or i'm a subject matter expert in i'm going to stay with data science for the for for the would you expect a response rate that that quickly or is it a slightly different uh, approach when it's that kind of one to one to one i'm putting stuff out there are you talking about linkedin or twitter twitter sorry oh twitter well i expect (laughs) do you mean by just a tweet yeah, so let's say, because I, I absolutely agree with you, if I tweet Sky saying something's broken, I'd yeah. expect Sky to respond pretty quickly. Um, yeah, but if, 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 I, if, I, if, I, if I... If I'm just tweeting something out into, into the Twitterverse, I wouldn't necessarily ex- expect somebody to respond within half an hour. If they do, great. I might engage if it happens to be, happens to be there. Yeah. So is, is that dynamic slightly different when it's one of that, that one-to-one conversation between people versus me going, oh, something's working or the thing's delayed or what have you. Well, do, do you mean like, let's say I tagged you, let's say you did a blog post and I put out a tweet and I said, oh, great article by by Alex, yeah. da, 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 da. Would I expect a response straight away? No, but I would expect you to retweet it and thank me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's, that, that's fair, but would that still be within the... Within 24 hours. Within 24 hours. Yeah. I thought oh, that's kind of I'm if I but if you put out a t- but however, <laughs> if you put out a tweet, Alex, and you say, um, oh, does anyone know where I can get a good uh sound uh, microphone for my podcast? Yeah. And I respond straight away, and you don't respond at all either or you don't respond within like six hours i would yeah. be kind of like well why did you put the tweet out it must be just scheduled they don't care they don't really yeah. care and here i am trying to help them you know so um and, and that's that again is kind of my but my that's why I, yeah but that's why i have it on my phone i can I, check I, notifications I, I, I agree and i'm kind of in the same and i guess that's the the, the fear factor that people have is in terms of you do have to be more responsive in in quasi real time versus necessarily other so instagram is probably similar um versus other uh, other platforms and that's not to say that you shouldn't um uh you you shouldn't do it and i think absolutely a good starting point from my perspective is just to get on there and listen listen watch and kind of see what's happening but you've segued me very nicely into automation and uh, scheduling of tweets <laughs> who, 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 who knew because i was going to go there what 
what's your what's your take on using a scheduling tool without getting to one way or the other <laughs> um look i think there are lots of really good scheduling tools out there i think it is great for generic type stuff like yeah. you know join the women's inspire network now yeah. i could put one of those out every day for example at different times yeah but um me i don't if you see tweeting goddess tweeting it means i'm there yeah i, I never schedule my tweets um yeah. the very very odd time if i had a conference coming up or something i have have a workshop coming up um i would actually schedule a few of those maybe for a saturday morning at 7 a.m mm -hmm. which is a busy time for sales by the way for tickets um, okay. and a sunday morning at 7 a.m well, it's, and you raise an interesting thing about um, about conferences. One thing that I've I've noticed is that pre pre God, when are we going to stop saying pre pandemic post pandemic? Never. It's going to be PC BC and PC, not before Christ though, before uh, uh, BP rather, not not British Petroleum. Is that conferences? You could go to you could find a conference, physical conferences, uh, find a hashtag, not be at the conference, follow that hashtag. There's loads of people are tweeting yeah. about the content that's happening yeah. at that conference. Oh, what seems to have happened is yeah. that seems to have stopped. So I was on a, um, a I'm not going to say the brand. I was on one of the big research analysts um, webinar yesterday about the future CMO stuff. Um, so future CMOs, you'd think that these people would be social social savvy um, with some really interesting content. I was the only one on Twitter that was tweeting, taking, you know, snipping the screenshots, putting it out there because actually it's a lot of damn sight easier when you're at home because you've got a big yeah, but that, were you in, screens. <laughs> yeah, but were you at that one in real life before? Was, yeah, it, it, real. was it any good at the time? Was it the same, the Twitter, were the tweets good? That I was tweeting. Yeah, but like the last time you were there when it was in real life, were there people tweeting? So or was I it just that so conference I've, doesn't know? Is, I, I get what you're saying. So I've so if the legal world, for example, mm. um, pre-COVID, the legal world's not brilliant on Twitter in the marketing space generally. But you would, if there's a legal event happening, you typically see some noise around it when people are there. Typically, stuff will be happening. Over the last eighteen months, two years, it's been crickets. It's well, just... do you know what? I actually did a conference for the Women's Inspire Network and our um, our hashtag reached 7 million timelines. So it depends on the organizer. Mm -hmm. It depends on the conference itself. Are they being encouraged to use the hashtag? Yeah. Like They have to have that kind of mentality and that kind of message going out all the time during the conference. Maybe create a competition for the tweet of the day. I mean, I did a selfie competition, so I got people to take pictures of themselves at the laptop with their yeah. cup of tea. Um, we gave away a prize. You know, so... You know, it, it, it depends. There's so many, so many missed opportunities. So, so, so many yeah. missed opportunities from people not using a hashtag for their events, their webinars, their conferences. It, it, it drives me crazy, actually, because it's such a huge opportunity because I got lots of new members that weren't at the conference. It was an online conference. Yeah. I got lots of new members who are watching the hashtag and actually just started saying, oh, this looks great. I'm raging. I didn't get a ticket. And, you know, and then I actually never close the ticket sales either during the conference i keep right. it, i keep them yeah. open i say well look sure you can join us still here's a little discount it's halfway through and then they join the conference so there's so many opportunities for sales for showing and also that data that i have from my conference i can use to get sponsors for my next yeah. conference i think you i think that was so reflecting reflecting on it and this is a why i love doing podcasts so much because 
you get to speak with experts such as yourself and you, you I know I know the answer but you get just so much information happening around but I reflect on the ones that I've been part of so one yesterday they had a hashtag right I'll talk to I'll give it to you after it privately um because I don't want to call the the, the, the brand out because I think that's unfair yeah. so it existed but what wasn't happening is that it wasn't being mentioned and people weren't even at the beginning you know the person that was kind of introducing the two speakers weren't reminding the hashtag was there please share please discuss please 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 you know please this whereas typically in physical conferences that would happen during yeah. the day because they yeah. want because people are in and i guess it's probably because a there's so much happening but b i guess it's part and this is this is a big global brand right recognize that i guess there's some arrogance i don't know maybe it's not unfair but expectation it'll just kind of happen by osmosis well, but that, yeah. you, you've got to you know back to your your title about being chief community officer you've actually got to build a it's, you've got to build a community and encourage them and engage them and remind them to that you're here and engage and please you know please push the content out and you you, you touched on it earlier this thing around user generated content can be so powerful oh, over brand generated content so powerful I, I use those tweets even for sober saint patrick's day okay we had a hashtag on the day we have the tweets that went out the response from people before during after and we have all of that information and all of that data so i can actually show a, a little slideshow of all you can create content with the slideshow of all the tweets you can create content with the pictures of the people mm -hmm. you can create con and and one thing about in-person events i use uh tweet beam which is you know a screen yeah and it encourages people to tweet when they see these tweets going up on the screen they go oh, hang on i want to go up on that screen and next thing they're tweeting you know so there is that visual aspect of the in-person event to encourage people to tweet well at my events anyway so um, is that so is that called tweet tweet beam yeah tweet beam yeah t-w-e-e-t-b-e-a-m lovely team as well and um Anytime I have that screen there with the tweets going up on the screen, who doesn't want to get their brand up on the screen? Everybody that's wants to get their physical brand. Physical events, or are you doing that in physical, the online events? Physical. Yeah. I could do it online and keep taking screenshots, but I mean, look, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. online, like there's all kinds of cool stuff online. But you can have the Twitter feed going yeah. up on the website during the conference. You know, there's all kinds of cool stuff coming for online events because I don't think we're quite there yet with the. Now I've been to two in-person events and it was such a buzz. I have to say, it was such a buzz, except having to wear the mask and all that. But it was so nice to be around energy. Um, but I'm really good at creating energy online, and that's mm -hmm. really my superpower is creating that buzz online and creating um like the sober st patrick's day yeah. conference like the, the event like you know it was so successful and i was i pre-recorded all the intros and stuff like that but it was just such a buzz live watching it um on the youtube it went live and the comments from people and i think because people it wasn't necessarily about the the sober part anymore mm -hmm. it was more about the connection with ireland part for people who couldn't yeah. get home you know and that emotion like mm -hmm. people i think this is sorting the men out from the boys this pandemic yeah it's sorting the men out from the boys the people who are really going to stand out like you and me and others that like us because we're still showing up we're mm -hmm. still helping people we're still we're not going anywhere we're still here we were always online so we're here so if you want to find us we're here so we're helping a lot of people to adapt to this online world and to social media 
Absolutely, and I think what a uh, what a way to um, uh, to to close off what's been um, an insightful part. I've forgotten about um, the audio side. I hadn't forgotten about it because I see it in terms of what's happening on Twitter. But I need I need to get my ass into gear and uh, start thinking about how I can use that more effectively. Communities, I wasn't aware of that, so I'm going to start to investigate uh, investigate that. But Samantha, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Thank you for being my first guest of, uh, of 2022. You're welcome. I forget whether I'm on your cool list or not. Feels like the cool wall from Top, top Gear that uh, uh, that was. But uh, this is always a stupid question that I ask <laughs> when you've got social media experts on the uh, on the on the podcast. But uh, where can people find you? <laughs> um, tweeting goddess everywhere really and that's another little tip for everybody you know be consistent you know and have your brand and your photo the same photo mm -hmm. everywhere and it's such a simple thing isn't it yeah. and even just a photo <laughs> it's such a simple thing like you know like look but that's why like tweeting goddess look like i'm with we do now um but i'm also i do still do my one-to-ones and stuff but yeah. um we do in particular definitely check we do out because um I do feel it's going to help us. It's going to help people like us and it's going to help us get paid on time. And it's really going to change the way uh, people, freelancers are perceived. I don't think they're given uh, the kudos they deserve. Well, the whole kind of gig economy, freelance economy, um, I know I connected you with um, Rollo at Choice in terms of what he's doing with, with that platform. You know, it's, it's it's a really interesting, interesting world. So, uh, so absolutely. I'll put the link, I still haven't got this YouTube thing, right? I'll put the links to um, everything in terms of uh, we do, your your Inspire Network, um, your uh, your profiles and uh, and so on. Please do tweet um, Samantha or reach out to her on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Mention this podcast if you, uh, uh, if when you do, um, to say that's the reason that you're getting out. You never know, you might get on her, on her cool list. But um, Samantha, thank you so much. Uh, indeed. Again, put you on now. <laughs> it's been, I'll wait for the ping to go on my phone. It's been an absolute pleasure to um, uh, to have you uh, to have you on, and uh, to everyone. Um, oops, almost spilled a bottle of water over there. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and you know you know what to do: like, share, comment, push that to your networks. If you want to be on this podcast, reach out to me. But I recommend people to be on this podcast. Reach out to me if there are any topics you'd like me to cover off in 2022. Uh, reach out to me and let me know. Otherwise, um, have a good one, and I will see you on the uh, flip side. Samantha, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure.